You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. In-depth conversations. Matchup breakdown. Analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This it's fourth down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Mike Tomlin never had a losing season. No Ben Roethlisberger. If Mike Tomlin Steelers do have a losing season this year, Colin, he's not going to get fired. There's no internal pressure on Mike Tomlin. But does the temperature get turned up nationally does the temperature get turned up by the fan base on mike tomlin if no ben and now all of a sudden he has that losing season nope i'll tell you exactly even how the national narrative is uh we know how the local narrative will be i think the local narrative will be a little sharper but people will pay attention more to the national narrative actually it'll be now mike tomlin finally almost as if it's a good thing understands and goes through what just about every other coach in the NFL that has coached for a long time uh, has at one point gone through a losing season. And man, and the, the, the focus of it will be, man, he staved that off for a long time. He wasn't going to do it forever. And let's see how he bounces back. But it won't, it won't be met with like it being such a negative. It'll be met with, Everybody does it. It just took Mike Tomlin a lot longer to get to that point. And in a way, I don't disagree with that. He's so a couple of years ago, he didn't have Ben. So, I mean, the narrative, if it were to be Mike Tomlin didn't have his Hall of Fame quarterback, maybe it was all in the Hall of Fame quarterback. Eh, they were eight and five a couple of years ago and Ben had played six quarters. Right. So I don't. I don't put much stock in that. I think Mike Tomlin's a really good coach. I don't think he's going to have a losing season this year. If he does, the fan base will get a little antsy because it's already antsy because they haven't won a playoff game in five years. And I think a lot of the criticism is deserved. I think a lot of the criticism also is a little much for Mike Tomlin. Uh, I'm excited to see what it looks like without Ben. I really am. And I am fascinated to see how he handles this quarterback situation this year, Colin. And I, you know who Mike Tomlin is? Yeah. Mike Tomlin's Kirk Ferentz (laughs) for me, you know, Kirk Ferentz. I think he's the, I saw a graphic the other day. I think he's the longest tenured division one head coach. 
right? And he's been at Iowa forever. And you say, well, in the early years were rough. So that's a bit different, but it was a college program and he cycles players through. And you say since like, I don't know, about 2000, I don't know, six or seven or so, you can count on Kirk Ferentz like being there and, you know, being in the mix for you and winning nine, eight, nine, ten games right in there. But can you count on him going to the Super Bowl? Probably right. not. Can you count on him going to the national championship and Kirk Ferentz? No. But can you count on him having a one-win season or a two-win season? No. I think their careers are like kind of the same guy that Tomlin sort of, I don't want to say morphed into Kirk Ferentz, but they're like, all right, you know what you're going to get. You're going to be in it. You're going to be in it at least halfway through the season, three quarters of the way through the season for a conference title, a division title, uh, as it relates to the NFL. And you're never going to have just a howler of a season, but you might not win the big one. Yeah. I mean, I think that's largely correct. You look at the odds and there are places that like the Browns to finish ahead of the Steelers in the division. And there's a lot of places that that's not the case. I would say it's much more likely the Steelers win the division than finish in last place. I just, I haven't. That's a great question. I haven't seen them do it, man. Like I haven't, we've, we haven't seen Mike Tomlin Steelers bottom out lower than eight and eight. And until I see it, I'm not going to predict it. The Browns will not finish ahead of the Pittsburgh. No way. They just, they won't. And by virtue of that, I mean, you have to look at it and think logic says at least one win against them, probably two. So there you are. There's two division wins right there. One would think. Kevin Stefanski, the Browns could have made the playoffs last year. They finished eight and nine. I mean, they were right there, right behind the Steelers. And there were two games that I remember watching vividly, one of which was the Green Bay game, where Kevin Stefanski was calling pass plays when May when Baker Mayfield's shoulder was falling off. And you have maybe the best running back in football, if not one of them, and the best maybe offensive line in football. Kevin Stefanski came in. He didn't win a playoff game, but his team won a playoff game. And he was the hot, sexy, new thing. Ooh, look how shiny he is. Nah, give me Mike Tomlin 10 times out of 10 over that guy. and. Same thing with Zach Taylor. You want to talk about this Cincinnati team? We had uh, James Rapian on. He covers the mm -hmm. Bengals for uh, SI. And he was talking about how he wasn't a big Zach Taylor fan in the early going in his time in Cincinnati. And I talked to a lot of people in Cincinnati who felt the same way and still kind of feel like despite what they achieved last year, he's not on the pulse the way that a guy needs to be. And they actually could have achieved more in the regular season with that guy. I would take Mike Tomlin over Zach Taylor too. beware of the shiny new object. Uh, Colin, I think the jury's still out on Zach Taylor. Kevin Stefanski is this guy for me. He's the guy you ask him what time it is. And he gives you his directions on how to build a watch. Like huh. he just can't, he's got to tell you his way or you ask him directions on how to get somewhere. And he gives you this convoluted 45 back roadway instead of just taking you on the interstate. It, he's that guy that always has to make it a measuring contest as opposed to just get from point A to point B. Yeah. That's what he strikes me as. Yeah, I'm with you. And I mean, he just, he makes things difficult. Uh, they could have been in a position last year to make the playoffs and okay, let's just have Baker throw the ball a whole bunch. The guy we like so much that we're going to oust him after the season, just never liked that guy. Never thought he was uh, as good of a coach as Mike Tomlin. 
And it's the same thing for me for, uh, with, with Zach Taylor, which is another reason why I think the Steelers can go in there on Sunday and win. It, it, I don't, I'm not going to predict them to win, mm-hmm. but I do think they can go in there and win. Deontay Johnson's going to play. That's uh, a good thing for the Steelers, a bad thing for white wide receiver fans. Yeah, it seems like Gunnar Olszewski now. Poor guy. A, yeah, a, a drop down on the depth chart. Um, is Deontay Johnson playing because he's simply gutting it up and getting back out there? Or is he playing because he can be very effective? I think there's a question there. Anytime he's eligible and he can play, you get him out there. There's a difference between being able to play and being very effective. I think he's probably playing because he's gutting it out. Right. But who knows? Because we heard that he could go back into that final preseason game. And then Deontay Johnson said, nah, I couldn't have gone back in the final preseason game. Then Mike Tomlin said earlier in the week, eh, we'll let practice be the guide and didn't seem all that likely. And then now we find out Deontay Johnson's likely going to play. I honestly don't have a read. I would guess that because he was mentioned in the press conference earlier in the week and was limited early in the week, he's probably not going to be a hundred percent, which means is it time for that dog? Is it time for that George Pickens Maybe. game one? I think there's a danger in George Pickens here. And I'll tell you this, and it happens with a lot of rookies. In a way, it happened last year with uh, Green when they gave him 53 for some odd reason and started him right off the bat at center. I am I think George Pickens will be a much better player than Green will ever be a lineman, so. Kendrick Green. But there's a danger that we saw some circus catches in camp whenever he really wasn't guarded. There's a danger in that we saw preseason games and he showed out and he was good against vanilla defense. Yeah, There's a danger here that people are going to think that the curve is not as steep as it should be. He's still a, a receiver who's not a first-round pick that's playing in his very first NFL game that really means something. And I just – I hope there's a caution for fans that there could be a ramp up, that it, it might take a little longer than what you've been tantalized with and what you, what you dream about him going 85 yards on the first play and then making becoming a volume guy in the middle of the game and then scoring another touchdown later. I just, I, I, I caution people. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not only is he a victim of his own success, perhaps, for what he did in the training camp in the preseason, but Deontay Johnson had a pretty nice year as a rookie with bad quarterback play. Chase Claypool had a good year as a rookie, and now this guy, he looked better than both those guys did at the same point in their careers, and he's going to be expected to come in day one and have to achieve superhuman things. I think you set the over-under on catches for him at two and a half when we talked about it on the fan morning show. I think that's a pretty good number. I do. Here's Especially, why. Yeah, go ahead. why. Yeah. I think they're still more comfortable going to Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think they're still more comfortable going to Claypool. I think they're still more comfortable going to Fryermuth. I think they're still just as comfortable 
throwing to Harris out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it, he's probably in a lot of, in a lot of ways, fourth option at best, if all those people are on the field. And I mean, you look across at the opposition and you've got Jamar Chase and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon. And I mean, those have been there, done that kind of guys, as Mike Tomlin would say, Mm -hmm. and you're going toe to toe with these guys. I don't think the way that you win this game is having to put up a bunch of points. I I just don't see that. Um, But if you are going to get into a shootout, it's probably going to be the familiar names that help you get there. The Johnsons, the Friar Muths, the Najee Harris's. I would almost look for George Pickens to have a role in this game to where he could most help this team where they're, I don't don't want to use any cliches, but they need a play and it's third and 11, and he catches a big 13-yard ball to keep a drive going toward the end. And he might only have two or three catches, but he makes a catch of consequence as opposed to making six or seven catches like people are dreaming about. I I feel like that could be his role. And it could be a red zone-type role as well, given his size, his leaping ability, things of that nature. Yes, sir. Do you believe in the Cincinnati Bengals, Colin? Not this year and beyond. Whoa, no. Oh, whoa, jumping right in. I don't. I, I don't. I I don't believe in the Cincinnati Bengals because I believe in the in the meat grinder that is the AFC that is largely grinding through because of the quarterbacks there. Because and the quarterbacks are all around the same age too. I mean, yeah, it's right. not like somebody's waning. If they don't take advantage, and this is crazy to say because they just went to the Super Bowl last year, if they don't take advantage of Joe Burrow the next two years on that rookie deal, man, this is this to me, this is it. I mean, this is massive for them these next couple of years, and they probably missed their opportunity last year because you just don't know if you're ever going to get back. I can buy that maybe Joe Burrow's Bengals can get to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl when he is on that rookie deal. And I'll say it this way. I don't think he's as good as Justin Herbert. I don't think he's as good as Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's as good as Josh Allen. I don't know that he's as good as Lamar Jackson, depending on the day. And so if he's not as good as them, if you have to pay him less and pay the town around him more, okay, he might be good enough then to outdoor those guys and go to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. But if you're paying him more than or what Justin Herbert's making, what Patrick Mahomes is making. Those guys are all better than him. And even if he grows, they have exponential growth ability even still because those guys are the freakiest people on the planet with what they can do. Joe Burrow's good, maybe great. Those guys are aliens, and you can't compete with that. Mixon, Higgins, and Chase aren't going to work for free. You know, right? (laughs) They're just not. And, you know, you look, whoever would envision a time with Kansas City Chiefs that you'd sign Patrick Mahomes until he's 73 years old. But didn't you always think that he'd have his receiver there? And Mm. by his receiver, I mean, the guy that's now in Miami. Yeah. You know, there's going to be at some point and it may be sooner rather than later an evolution of his skill position players, i.e. somebody getting paid some more money somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just, it happened in green Bay too, with Devonte Adams, you get your money, you're going to pay the quarterback, obviously. And if you have to pay a wide receiver, 30 million bucks, I mean, 
Why are you paying a quarterback that kind of money if you also got to pay the receiver? Shouldn't right. the quarterback be able to make a receiver? I don't know if Burrow's skills, and, and maybe this is blasphemous, are they transcendent like Brady, like Rodgers, like I see Allen, like even, even the Chargers quarter, or even like Herbert, are they transcendent to where he makes everybody better? Or does he just have a really nice pitch and catch combination with a guy he has a great relationship with because he's played in college with? I I I think it's a fair question right now. Yeah. Is he, oh. is he a make everybody better guy three years from now? I think it's probably a little column A and column B. I think it was obvious when he came in that he was somebody who could elevate a franchise. But then you add Jamar Chase, who had a rookie year. Really, we've only seen a couple of other times before because of the rapport they have and the skill set that Jamar Chase has. So I think it's probably a little bit of both. It kind of worries me about the Steelers and where they're going to be, though. Not because they have to compete with Cincinnati. I think they're probably going to be okay there. But the Steelers didn't draft a freakazoid quarterback. They didn't draft a guy who's got the – there's not a lot of people on the planet who have them, but they didn't draft a guy who can – one day project to do Mahomian things and uh, do Josh Allen things. They drafted Joe Burrow light. And if we're going to sit here and say that Joe Burrow isn't the guy, the way those guys are dudes, what does that say about Kenny Pick? That means you can't win with him, but does it mean you can't get through the sea of quarterbacks? Can I, I think it might. This will be hashtag old, ta- old takes exposed or whatever the heck it is. Let's All that it. kind of stuff. I, I don't think Kenny Pickett will play a down of consequence this year. I'm with you on that, actually. 100%. I I think Mitch Trubisky will be QB1 for the duration. I think he'll play good enough to never lose this job. Yeah. I hate to agree with that because it would be more fun if we didn't agree. But I was on in Cincinnati yesterday. Second pop for it. We know. Yeah, I know. Uh, with Tony uh, Pike, uh, former yeah. Cincinnati Bearcats quarterback, beat Pitt uh-huh. in 2009. Big game. Much taller than you, Tony Pike. Uh, Tony, Gigantic guy. Yeah, massive human being. Very deep voice. Intimidating, yeah. Colin. And uh, while I was on that Cincinnati radio broadcast yesterday, uh, we – Yeah, should I get it in one more time? <laughs> I'm going on today, too. How about that? There we go. Uh, um, while I was on – I lost my track. What were we even no, talking about? We were about? talking about Mitch Trubisky not, uh, uh, not losing yes. the job. Yes, and I, I said the same thing. He said, when is Kenny Pickett getting in? I said, he ain't. Not unless Mitch Trubisky gets hurt. I think the Steelers, Colin, are going to be in this just enough for Mike Tomlin to think every Sunday matters in the playoff battle, and he's going to be loath Even if Mitch Trubisky's not playing great football, Mike Tomlin can say, you know what? He's playing winning football. And he's going to be loath to go to the rookie. I'm totally with you on that. I feel it. I feel it. And All I right. it on Cincinnati radio yesterday. Up right. next. Seven. Cincinnati radio. Yeah. We'll talk more about Steelers Bengals. Maybe a key player who you're not thinking about. I got one. I know Colin's got one too. We'll get to that next. Fourth out of the Steel City continues. <laughs> 